Welcome to today's podcast, everybody. Dr. QB Davis King. Today, we are discussing the 10 skills leaders will need in order to thrive in the fourth industrial revolution led by artificial intelligence, robots, and machines. As we're now aware that we are smack in the middle of what experts are calling the fourth industrial revolution, a technological revolution that will completely alter the way we work, the way we live, and the way we make a living for ourselves and our family. In fact, Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, says the scale, scope, and complexity of artificial intelligence, robots, and machines, and all things technical will be unlike anything we have experienced before. Now, no one knows for sure how machines will change and alter every single part of our lives, but look around you and you see that one thing is for sure. Things are changing and changing rapidly. From driverless cars, talking to each other, to algorithm software that can calculate the moods of employees. Already, there are machines that can even paint an accurate picture of you based on everything you've ever posted online. And so I hope you stick around for these series, everyone, because they are powerful series that I teach around the world. In fact, I'm just in from Dubai where I was asked to share my research with the medical community out in Dubai. Now, the World Economic Forum put forth these 10 skills, and I want you to listen carefully to them over the podcast, and I want you to see a reoccurring theme. The first skill that leaders will need is the ability for complex problem solving. Look at the pandemic that took over the entire world. At that time, we needed people that could think outside of the box, people that could think and come up with complex solutions to these complex problems. They could come up with ideas on how to proceed right in the midst of this pandemic. So COVID-19 changed the way we looked at problems. We had to immediately think about how we could have workers go home and remotely work. And at the same time, how do we motivate, lead, and inspire a team of people that we don't see or touch on a daily basis? Complex problem solving will be one of the top skills that leaders will need in the future. Number two is critical thinking. I don't know about you, but in my storied career, working at the Department of Defense and being in the military as a naval officer and working with two of the largest corporations in the world, Fortune 500 companies, one of the things that I valued more than just about anything was people's ability to think outside the box to think critically, to be able to come up with solutions to complex problems and to think beyond what they may see with the eye, critical thinking, the ability to look beyond what may be and what could be. That is one of the skills that leaders and our workforces will need, critical thinking, the ability to think critically in, in tough and difficult situations. Number three is creativity. 
the ability to imagine how things can be. Kind of like Walt Disney when he built Disneyland. Uh, it's purported that Walt Disney was, you know, told that he perhaps was crazy. That, you know, what would a grown man be doing you know, doodling mouse, mice, and Mickey Mouse, and all of those types of things? But he had this ability to think beyond what was seen, to use the imagination, to think beyond just what you can feel or see or hear, but to close your eyes and imagine things being better. Wow, how powerful that is to have be surrounded and have people around you that can think creatively and can think us out of the tough situation. Think about the Great Depression that happened in America. Critical thinkers, complex problem solved, people that were able to think that brought, that was able to think outside the box and put forth ideas and strategies to get the country back on track. That will be one of the skills. Creativity it will be one of the top skills many organizations will look for in the future. Number four is people management. The ability to manage people, to inspire people, to inspire a shared vision. As Kusin Postman says in the Leadership Challenge, you know, model the way. How do you lead a group of people in today's environment where we got so many different generations within the workplace? How do you inspire people to follow you? How do you inspire this shared vision where people want to follow you willingly? How do you get people working with you instead of against you? People management will be one of the top skills that organizations will look for. Who can, who can I bring in and and work with my team that doesn't destroy the team, doesn't, doesn't want cause people to want to leave the organization, but will inspire them much like a, a winning coach inspires his team to go out and win that trophy. Who can I bring in? People management will be one of the top skills. And then number five, coordination with others. The ability to coordinate, to bring people together, to mend people's minds together. Wow, where is that leader? Where is that leader? I want to have that leader that can come in and, and with skill and tact. Bring together a team of people and with their coordination skills, get this team of people thinking and moving in the same direction, inspiring them to want to work together to win this championship. That are, those are the first five skills that leaders will need in the future. Complex problem solving, number one. Number two, critical thinking. Number three, creativity. Number four, people management. And number five, co coordination with others. Now, let's go to the next one. Number six, this will be one of the most powerful skills that will be needed, crucial skills that will be needed in workplaces of the future. I'll get right into it just after this break. Stick around. This is one of the most powerful ones.
Welcome back, everyone. We are talking the 10 skills leaders need in order to thrive in the fourth industrial revolution led by artificial intelligence, robots, and machines. We're at number six. Number six is emotional intelligence. When we talk emotional intelligence, we talk about how well you're able to connect with people, a diverse group of people. No longer can we focus in on just one group. We've got to be diverse in the in our working with people and diverse in the way we think. And so Daniel Goldman's book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It May Matter More Than IQ, put forth the four quadrants of emotional intelligence. Every leader should go through these four quadrants. Let me briefly share them with you right now. The first one is self-awareness. How aware of you of self? How do you know yourself to thy own self be true? How aware of you of your triggers? You know, what inspires you? When have you sat down, if at any time, to really know and really get in touch with what your values are? What are your beliefs? What are your driving principles? Self-awareness is the very first quad in the four quadrants. Number two, the next one is self-management. Now, once I become aware, how do I manage self? How do I manage myself under the toughest situations? That means that I have to work on myself, to manage self. Before I can manage anyone else, I have to learn to manage myself. So I need strategies. For instance, one of the Ten Commandments of leading people is to never lose your temper. So I need to know what my triggers are. And the reason why I say that, everyone, I often say, you know, I'm always looking from a legal point of view. We have more to lose than anyone else. As a leader, you have more to lose than anyone else. Because if you lose your temper in a fit of rage or anger, you can say something or do something that will come back to bite you in ways you never dreamed, especially if it escalates to a lawsuit. So I need to be aware of self and then self-management. The third quadrant is social awareness. This is your ability to connect with people, to empathize. How connected, you know, how do you empathize with people? I was recently asked in one of my trainings by one of my attendees, leaders, you know, can you teach empathy? Can you teach people how to empathize? And she was working with nurses. Absolutely. We can, it's something you can learn. And in the four quadrants of emotional intelligence, you can become connected. You can learn how to connect with people. It's very important. And it was interesting, when I was working with an organization as a consultant, there was one individual that, that was there, and she was not very good at connecting with people. It cost her her job. And one of the things that I would speak to her about when I was consulting with her, I would say that you have to work on your connection skills, your ability to connect. This is what people are looking for in the future. No longer can you just have this attitude that I'm the boss, do what I say. 
We need to be connected. Then the fourth one is relationship management. How well are you at managing relationships? Relationships that build for the future. Inside every organization that you work with and, and, and work in, you should be concentrating on building allies instead of enemies. We want people working with us instead of against us. So those are the four quads of emotional intelligence, which is number six in the skills leaders will need. Self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. Let's go to the seventh skill that leaders will need, and that is judgment and decision-making. It is powerful to be around leaders that can make a decision a leader that steps up. And I go back to my military years, and my, uh, my military experience here. In the military, you had to make a decision. And one of the things I admired about leaders in the military is you take the responsibility. There's no shirking your duty. You know, uh, have you ever seen people, they can't, they will never take responsibility for their action. It's always someone else's fault. No, a leader steps up and takes responsibility for the decision-making. The captain on the ship, no matter what goes on, that captain will be held responsible. And so leaders step up. They make a decision. They, they can make a judgment call and they stick by it. And if it doesn't go the way they would like for it to go. They take responsibility. And then what I love best is they learn from their mistakes. They look at mistakes as a learning opportunity. Number eight is service orientation. Now service is more, is more keen than ever. Organizations are looking for people that Service their customers. Think of uh, DoorDash and all of these uh, these companies that are bringing food to our homes. Service is absolutely critical because now we can't afford to lose any customers. We've got to make sure not only me but all of my people. They have a service orientation. They know how to service our clients. Number nine is negotiations. Your ability to sit down across the table with people and have this win-win attitude, not me dominating you. That will not work in the workplaces and business of the future. Everyone leaving that negotiation must feel as though they won. And a leader that's able to do that with people is a leader that will move up in organizations of the future. And then finally, number 10 is cognitive flexibility, the ability to move around. Now we're seeing an uh, ecosystem. You know, we're seeing an eco work system where we got people that are part-time and, and full-time. We got people that are working in the office and people that are not working in the office. We got contractors. We got gig workers. We need the ability to bring in the team that we need when we need them to be flexible. I might just need a team for two or three weeks. Who are my best people that I can bring in? What organization can I connect with? Whereas on a longer contract, I may need them for two years. 
cognitive flexibility, the ability to move, change my mind and get everyone to see the vision in which I'm putting forth. I'm not stuck in one way of thinking. I have the ability to be flexible in my thought processes. Those are the 10 skills leaders need to thrive in the workplaces of the future. I want to thank you for being here and Go over to the website, everyone, qbking.com, where you see a lot of special reports and a lot of resources that you can add to your library. Dr. King signing off for now, saying go out there and make your dreams king.